Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott for the touchdown. No flags. Cowboys lead. Yes, Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys? Welcome, welcome back, Cowboy fans, to another great show here on CowboysPodcast.com. I got my partner here, Travis. Travis, how how the hell are you doing, brother? I'll tell you what, I'm doing better than the Dallas Cowboys. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're all doing better than the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, bro. I, I mean, man, I, I stopped texting you after a while. I, I was yeah, like, I know, I, I know. was like, what the hell am I going to say without having that uh, aneurysm here? I, I mean, I was losing man. my mind. One time you text, and um, my phone was sitting on the counter, and I was uh, watching the game in the kitchen. And you text something. I can't even remember what it was at the time, but the uh, um, I think the commentator said, keep handing Zeke the ball. And you text, you said, no, bench his ass. And my wife said, man, Jono is right on time, right on point with what the commentator was saying. I said, yeah, the commentator's out of his mind right now. I, I yeah, mean, man. How can you? How can we have confidence in a guy that uh, fumbles like that? I mean, if you did that with Jimmy Johnson era, you would be like, I don't care who you are. You're you're going on right. the bench, and you're gonna have to think about it. You're gonna have to put your head down. You're gonna have to kick some dirt and just do some yeah. reflecting on life before you get back in into that ring again, man. Man, Zeke is my guy, and I mean, you know, I'm not even going. You know, like this. There's, there's no defense. Uh, since he's been in the league 2016, 14 fumbles, seven of the fumbles lost. He fumbled on consecutive possessions. And something that you text me, I did watch that for the rest of the game, and that's exactly what he did. He would run out of bounds, and if you notice the way he was carrying the ball, as he should have been, you know, from the beginning, he was protecting the ball, but you can't run with the way that he was protecting the ball. So everything was for not. The the production I saw from the backfield came from Pollard. So, and when you're running out of bounds and, and you're Zeke, that's indicating to me that you're you're worried. You're worried. You're that's not right. punishing. Right. You're not punishing that's like right. you used to punish. I mean, when they were th- those linebackers or th- those DBs were making the tackles on you, you are laying a hit on them too. And uh, right. now it's like I, I'm going to run out of bounds. And uh, yeah, not this game. He no. was he was very, very, very timid with with everything. You could see it from that point on. Uh, from from the time that second fumble happened, he was he was mentally he was done. Yeah, he you've got done. a you've got our uh, defense out on the field a lot. They're not good defense as it is, and you do not want to throw some salt or some uh, gas on that uh, fire, you know, to uh, perk it up even more, and that's what happened. I mean, you can't have our defense out there the whole time. Any stop that they make is a positive stop, and if if they're going to be out there all the time and, you know, start thinking uh, amongst themselves like, 
And, you know, we can't stop them. We can't stop them. And, right. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. Uh, I, I'd like to say with Lawrence, he's more type of guy that uh, he seems to excel around. He, he excels around mediocrity teams. But when he's he taking on a team that likes to get it on, uh, has a win, winning percentage over 500, well, he disappears. He disappears. Yeah, now, I, I think, uh, like I told you, uh, text message you, oh, he'll be back next week. And this week, we're playing the Washington uh, I'm, God, football I team. Called it, I almost called it. <laughs> right. Redskins. But uh, they're playing Washington, and guess what? You should excel. But is right. it you worth all the money? Is it worth all the money to excel against mediocrity? No. I mean, man, like, like, like you said, said it perfect. He excels against the mediocre teams, as we spoke about two weeks ago. Before he had the contract, he was hungry. He put up a double-digit sack year, and we're like, hey, this guy's the next coming of DeMarcus Ware. But what's happening is when teams game plan for him, he gets frustrated, and he's not able to fight through it. You look at guys like J.J. Watt, hell, T.J. Watt, uh, which we could have had in the draft, by the way. But when you look at guys of that nature – they fight through. They say, okay, well, the swim move's not working. I'm going to go to the spin. Oh, the spin's not working. Well, maybe I got to switch sides. Switching sides not working. Maybe I got to stand up. Maybe I got to go, you know, go into my stance. But with him, it's like I was telling you what I was worried about before the game even started, the emotion. When he came out and he couldn't get to the quarterback right away, it, it was done. It was a done deal. And just like we said, we got killed by a quarterback that, threw, that, that completed Nine passes. Bro. He completed nine passes, Jono. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to him in a minute because <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that one as well. Uh, Absolutely. We had Smith. Uh, yeah. We had Smith who was supposed to be keying in on him. Uh, yes. I mean, that was his job that, hey, you know what? You're a spy. You're not. All you're doing is when he gets out of that pocket, I want you to sack. I want you to get him. I uh, that That's your job. And he was still tearing it up. Jalen Smith yes. was not doing the job like he's supposed to be doing, folks. I mean, Jalen Smith, I don't know. He's he's the type of uh he's the type of linebacker to me that uh, is uh perfect for against the run. And then you bring perfect. in uh, then you bring in some uh, some other linebacking crew there that uh that knows how to blitz, that knows how to spy. And Jalen Smith does not even cover. He can't even t cover a tight end. These guys are always wide open, always wide open. Whoever he's got to guard has got five yards on him every time. That's correct. And, man, did you see the big run, the big run that uh, they gave up to Kenyon Drake? Now, Xavier Woods, he did his job in plugging the gap. But the other gap that Jalen Smith was supposed to plug He's spending time playing patty cake with the uh, with the offensive lineman instead of plugging the gap, and we made Kenyon Drake look like Barry Sanders he, on that run. Bro, he he does not see the field like a linebacker. I mean, you he doesn't man. You, you, you remember those uh, linebackers like Cox and uh, the yes. Nortons? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, uh, even uh, the the Hall of Famer. What the, what the hell is his name uh, in uh, Baltimore? 
Oh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. I mean, you're, you're I, and I, okay. I, well, he's not Ray Lewis. He never, I get that, but you got to right. have that vision, man. You got to be like that Cylon soldier that sees that red beam going back and forth because you, yep, you right. as a middle linebacker has got to see everything around you. You got to react to everything. Agile, mobile, hostile is the key to being a linebacker. And I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the agile, mobile. I'm not seeing hostile. When you when you get the guy, you're you're you're, you're climbing on his back and bringing him down. I, okay, right. okay, what, whatever <laughs> on that too. But our defense is looking bad, man. We have no pass rush, and you know what, Alden Smith, I, I've been praising you this entire time. But as soon as they get around you, some somehow you always get sucked in to where you you don't let. You're supposed to be at the end to where you stop a reverse and all that. Well, you're you're not right. doing that properly either. Okay, when they get yeah, around man. you, it's like 15, 20 yards, and I gotta depend on a DB that may or may not be there. So uh, that's th- right. th- that's a big deal for me too. Uh, I I don't think we get enough pass rush. I think this uh, defensive coordinator is just godforsaken horrible. Throw some more blitzes in there, man. Your four-man rush is not uh, anything. It's more than a backyard five Mississippi, for love of God. After a while, your DBs can't hold it. Yeah, You got young DBs back there anyway. They're not supposed to be holding more than four and a half Mississippis, okay? That's right. That's right. Jesus so let's look Christ. at it this way. Look at this. Think about this stat. We've given up 14 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns in the first six games. Only one team, one defense has played that bad before, and it was the 2005 San Francisco 49ers. And what's the constant? Who was the head coach? Mike Nolan. Who was the offensive coordinator? Mike McCarthy. So what I'm getting at here is your scheme ain't working, man. And, and I, I understand it's a small percentage of the players as well, and we've had some rumbling and grumbling. I texted you Monday, and I said, it's about to start. The finger pointing is about to start. At that point in time when I texted you, Amari Cooper had no target, and they started talking about different things that were taking place on the team, and I said to myself, this team is about to be divided. And then I thought about your statement from two weeks prior to that. Does Dak have to be the guy that wills them every time in the locker room at halftime? Without number four, this team has no leader. Absolutely none. Not a coach, not a water boy, not a trainer, not a coordinator. None of these guys are leaders. No. And uh, our offensive line uh, keeps going down and down. It's not – you know what – in in all fairness to Dalton, I don't even think Dak would have had a good game no, he here. Wouldn't but, uh, he, j- he just, wouldn't have had a great game. No, he but uh, there would have been game, times. There would have been times that he could have got out of there, and he would have made uh, five, six, seven yards out of something that was uh, going to be a ten-yard sack and get us out of field goal range too. Uh, that, that, I agree. That's that's the kind of uh, scenario that uh, Dak kind of uh, preludes to. I mean, that that's the kind yeah. of play. That 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 guy can do as well. That uh, you know, we we don't talk much about, but now we have to because he's not. Now there. you have to. That's correct. And I, I I told a guy Monday night after the game. I said, now do you see what I mean? Do you see why? Take the greed out of it. His absence is proving that he's worth every penny that he asked for, and then some. 
Reason being is because you've forgotten what it's like to not have a viable quarterback in there. We've been spoiled. We've got spoiled. We actually got lucky by getting Prescott in the fourth round. However, he fell that low that, that we got him and he was able to transcend so fast. And you look up and he's into his fifth season. So you forgot what it was when it's a guy who, as you just said, you know, not that Andy isn't capable, but he doesn't have the time to make a step up, to take a slide to the left or the right. A couple of times, as soon as the ball touched his hand, the linebacker was already on him. The nose tackle was already on him. We're down eight offensive linemen. And right now, the only lineman that we started the season with that's actually playing is the lineman that everybody's already down on, and that's Connor Williams. And he's still getting pushed around each and every, every which way but loose is how he's getting pushed. You know, and I'm like, I, I, I just don't understand what's going on. Also, like I told you, it seems like every week, we make a no uh, a no name, a household name. Who's Isabella? Who's this guy? No, you know what I mean? You're, you're so right. You're so right. I won't. I won't tell the. I won't tell you guys out there what I sent a text message to Travis guy. He got a big kick out of it. But you know, it, it's it's true what I sent you, man. We just don't. Our guys on the offensive line, they they just look like they're they're weak. They they they're just not big. They're they they just get pushed around and more injuries that are happening it just seems like the next man uh, filling in that spot couldn't fill that spot right. on a on a second team on a different team either i mean th- this is this is what's happening now it's a yeah. it's a tough situation yeah so. man i mean it's 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 to the point now where it's unexplainable now when 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 they go out there, it's like you kind of know what to expect and nothing else. As long as four was there, I always felt like they had a chance. And by the time I saw Andy get to maybe the third or fourth series, I just said he, he, he doesn't have a chance in hell tonight. And it's not going to be by what he does or does not do, but it's going to be based on the offense around him. Now, granted, you know, he, he, he didn't play a great game. He had to throw 54 passes, and that's because when you finally get a team where you're possibly able to establish your run game, your star running back fumbles the ball. So the run game goes out the window because, like you said, they're not afraid anymore. They're not worried about any punishment that Zeke was going to dish out. Hey, man, a bunch of times they just had eight men on the line and said, let's just see what they're going to do. And we turned around and ran Zeke right into the teeth of the defense no, nothing's going to happen there. And let me let me throw in another two cents on that. Zeke, nowadays, I mean, he runs right into that pile of shit. Right into it. Right, right in, into I mean, it, he, he doesn't have that premier running back like an Emmett Smith or a Tony right. Dorsett that says, you know what, that hole is clogged up to the gill. There is nothing there. I'm. You know what, I'm going to take – two steps to the left here and break it out that way. I mean, he just tries to go right in there and all you all, all you've gained is one or two yards. We seen right. we seen bad calling right now. I'm telling you our offensive coordinator is setting us up for third down and seven, third down and sixes, third down and eights every time now and that's not the every way time. we were a couple years ago, because a couple years ago we were third down and twos. 
lot to work with. You can, yeah. Third down and one, third down and twos. Now you're looking at third down and eights, third down and tens. And that, right. And they were like, they threw a stat out there, Travis. It was unbelievable. Oh, and 17 or some shit like that. Did you see that one? Yes. We were like, oh, and 17 on third down and tens. Yes. Third down, third down and long situations where oh, and 17. One of the worst, if not the worst. In it's got to be the worst. If you had one, and, then you're one of the worst. But if, if you're it, right. 0 and 17, you're the worst. You are the worst. You can't, you can't convert. You can't extend drives. You can't put up points. When you look right now, over half of the uh, 11 players that we started with on offense, they're gone. Blake Jarwin, Dak Prescott, Joe Looney, Zach Martin. Over half of the players that we were looking Ty, to for Tyron Smith. Oh, Tyron Smith. Can't forget him. You know what I mean? They're gone. So we don't even have the 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 original core out there. However, other teams are playing through that. Because, see, we can only use that for an excuse until someone else gets by it. And you look at other teams, it's not just the Patriots anymore that's plugging guys in there and they're playing. That's every team. It's not just the Chiefs that are using motion, that are moving players from this position to that position. Hell, you saw the Giants doing it last night, and that's Garrett making the call. Our offense, as as Des Bryant had said, granted, he did come with a lot of shit, but as he said, the offense is totally vanilla, and you know exactly what's coming from this team, when it's coming from this team, and how it's coming from this team. We're not doing anything to fool anybody. No, nope. We aren't doing anything. All we're doing is lining up, handing the ball, or throwing the ball, and things are turning out the way that right. you would expect. All you got to do is watch film. And they say, hey, well, when Noah Brown comes in the game, it's a very good chance that the ball is going to Zeke. So you know that as the biggest wide receiver that we have, when he comes into motion, he's not coming on any type of jet sweep. He's coming to get down for a crack block. So all they do is put an extra man on the end. They have more defenders than you have blockers. And like you said, he gets caught in the hole full of shit. And then we have the one-yard gain or the two-yard loss. That's what we end up with. It's, it is now, utterly ridiculous. CD is unbelievably great. I, I, I have Unbelievable. No, I, I have no problem with him. But... None, man. But I have a problem with this. If you knew your defense was going to be this bad, would you would you have still taken the best man on the board, or would you have had to step up and pick up a linebacker that's going to be reading like uh, the the movie Beautiful Minds? I I I need someone to be on to be on to be that leader. I I I told you a while back that. Look, I have a problem with our linebackers because I got Lee. Well, if he sees a shadow, he may pull a hammy or something. I, I got. Oh, he just went back to uh, injury reserve this morning, by the way. You're kidding. Well, how? Did he pick up a fork wrong? What the <laughs> hell could he have done that he went he on injury reserve this time? He went back to IR this morning, oh, man. I'm still trying man. to get more That's details. $10 million, man. That's $10 million I, I, I could have signed. 
I could have signed Thomas with that $10 million. I mean, Jesus Christ, I hate to keep going with this, but I need right. someone on that defense that's not going to be negative. Lawrence tries to be that guy, but I tell you what, all I get out of him is negativity. I don't have one, right. one defenseman out there, one defense guy out there that's that says, hey, they're not taking this five yards. They're not crossing. Right. The, they're not going to get a first down here. Let's dig in right. here, huh? I'm not saying that. And if someone in the huddle says, well, you know what, uh, this Jono guy, he's full of shit because that's what we do. You're not making it happen. No one's buying into your crap. If you can't stop him, how are you going to sell the whole team on stopping him? I mean, it's the last guys that we had there that could possibly do that. We were told that they didn't fit our scheme. But again, those guys go elsewhere and prosper. Anthony Hitchens comes to mind. Anthony Hitchens is playing linebacker for the Chiefs, and he's all over the place. Right. And it seems like the, the Raiders calls. Raiders and the Chiefs pick up all our defense guys, and uh, they're, they're doing quite well, actually. Uh, you know what? I, I ripped on Heath, but Heath has found another life over there. Some, something, the goat. something may have not been right over here that we may have overlooked, and I was I, I, I could have been contributor to that, too, that said yeah. Heath is horrible. Heath is but Heath is taking over that Oakland defense in the secondary. He's one of their captains. He's one of the people that they look up to. Look at that Taco Charlton. They didn't give this oh, guy. Taco made a play. Taco. They, they don't they even. Didn't. They didn't even give the guy a fair chance. Uh, preseason, oh, he was. Man. He started rising to the situation, making things happen. And oh, we're gonna let All you right. go. We're gonna let you go. We're All we right. we we let go of a kicker that was fourteen out of fourteen. How that? Yeah. Oh, you really messed up. What the hell did I do? You kicked four, 14 out of 14. Yeah, it wasn't you, good enough. Right. Right. Nice. Even though you made everyone. Now, see, man, that's the thing. And that's been my problem for a long time. When you when you go back and you say, CD, great, you know, like you said, he's great. He will be great. He's going to continue on that path. But what we needed, we're talking about pieces to win a championship. You're a few pieces away. You understand that your defense is weak. That is where you need to shore up help. How many times? Like I said, I just mentioned this guy, and um, that's because I can't believe we passed on him in the draft. We passed on T.J. Watt in the draft because he, quote, unquote, didn't fit our scheme. Other teams don't do that. Other teams change their scheme. Or what they do is whatever this guy does great, that's what we're going to have him do. Bro. We're not going to say, oh, well, we run a 4-3 and he plays in a 3-4, so we're not going to get him. Okay. No, we're going to have him do what he does great over here. Bro, check this out. Jalen Ramsey and Derrick Henry. They That's could, right. They, they could have been Dallas Cowboys. That's right. And, and I, I, That's I, right. I know you guys out there that are uh, saying, hey, you know what, you can't go back. But that's who we passed up on. And they, by the way, they're they're fulfilling everything they're doing. They're making That's things right. possible. Yeah, I That's would right. love to have that DB as I once did, named Dion. That's uh, the, didn't even go in the defensive huddle. He went on his own, and you know what? That's I'm right. here to take on their best. That, that's all my job is. That, what are you going to tell me in the huddle? You didn't need to right. do that with him. You took out their best wideout when you had D, uh, Dion. So you know, right. it's to me, we don't have that. We we haven't had that since. And I don't think they want anyone that's controversial anymore. No one that no. likes to talk. And when you have someone that talks, it could energize the defense. 
You don't have that That's anymore. Right. You you had uh, you, you had uh, Haley. Haley, That's I mean, right. he was a controversial guy. By the way, by the way, you're you're gonna love this. My buddy Steve, right? Steve Flowers, the guy that uh, uh-huh. did the show. He was at the Cowboy game, and guess who he was sitting right next to? Haley. Haley, Haley was sitting wow. next to him. He, he had a video of him and Hen, uh, Haley, and Haley That's put awesome. this whole football together, man. He put this football together. He signed it up and everything. I go, make it out That's to Jono. Awesome, make man. it out to Jono. He goes, no, nah, I don't. <laughs> he goes, nah, I won't do that. He, he said, you could, uh, down the line, if you uh, kids want to get rid of it or something, at least uh, Jono only. And th- that made me feel bad because right. <laughs> he made my name right. look like I shit. But uh, I yeah, got you. Man. Yeah, but he feel. I mean, he he signed it up and everything, and uh, he brought it back. It, God bless him. So uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, that See, was- man, the thing is this: who who's going to listen to anyone on our defense when no one is good at doing their job? Exactly. See, what, exactly. What's happening is when when Jalen Smith goes to Anthony Brown and he's like, "Man, you got to get that, get your head around." He's like, "Man, get out of my face and get in the gap." That's what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like before you preach, no, there, don't be right. throwing a stone for the guy that hasn't sinned. Because I'll tell you what, you guys, you guys aren't doing your job to tell me what the hell I'm. Supposed. Right. And I've done. I've had that situation in college too. I've had uh, this linebacker bitching us out and everything, and and all he did was arm tackle, and they got around him. So who the hell are you to tell me to do my job? And, and it, right. it, it 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 formulates like that, man. In every type of in. In high school, college, professional, whatever it is, if you don't have, if you don't have some sort of a uh, uh, system to where it's working, but you're yet saying this is the way it's got to be done, it's not going to happen. It's That's not right. going to happen. It's not going to happen. What That's do you see? Right, what do you see this weekend? All right, man. As I'm sitting here today, Cowboys jacket. Cowboys jersey, Cowboys mask. Oh, you're tough, dude. You're tough. Man, I went somewhere today and they said, man, 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 I just respect you for walking around with all the paraphernalia on. And I said, man, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a hard road to travel, but I'm going to go. And this weekend, unfortunately, man, I see us going up against a good defensive front. Uh, these guys can really get after the ball. Chase Young, Ryan Kerrigan, um, Del Rio's the DC. Man. You see us losing? It, it always it, it almost hurts me to say. And I thought about this all night. I was like, you're really not gonna say that tomorrow. But if I'm being honest with myself, man, I see seventeen ten football team. You see a seventeen ten loss. Seventeen ten loss football yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and I'm be, and I'm and I'm being honest with myself, man. I said I'm not I'm not going to be the homer guy. I'm not going to, you know, like you said, oh, DC 4L, you know, for life and all of that. I mean, I'm being honest because I'm a fan of the game before I'm a fan of any team. And when I look at, you know, what we have to face against the football team this week, I'm like, man, I just, you know, I'm just not that confident right now. We're like a one point. I mean, you know, they're they're the underdog by one point. We're the favorite by one point. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not confident a lot in that. And I saw what we did last week, and you know, I'm looking at like I said, seventeen ten, man. Seventeen ten, uh, Washington. Uh, my problem with uh, Washington is 
I don't I don't know what the hell we got. That's my problem with Washington. Yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. where we stand on anything. I know Washington is a weaker team. I know Washington right. gives up this, gives up that. Now, right. is Washington going to look like a Green Bay? Is Washington going to look like a New Orleans Saints type of offense against us? Because if that, right. if, that if that's the scenario, then we're done again. I'm hoping Absolutely. Lawrence has a big game. I, I'm hoping that our defensive line can adjust to this uh, mediocre offensive line and uh, make right. some big plays, make, get a big turnover with a big fumble. Dalton can work with uh, – uh, 15, 20 yards uh, to where he can make a touchdown. I, I, I mean, that's that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at this one being a 24-17 game, and I, I, I gotta, I gotta go for Dallas. I mean, Washington hasn't shown yeah. me much either. I mean, if they yeah. had done anything, I would say, okay, I, I, I get what Travis is saying, but on this level here, this is the worst. This could be one of the worst teams in the NFL. This could be it the gotta worst happen team. this week though, yeah, man. It's and got see, to. It's got to. This is the thing. They gotta they gotta stop with this, you know, because even against the Giants, you know, yes, NFC East, NFC Leafs, whatever, like we're we're expecting if if they come out and they do that, I expect that, even though I picked them to lose, I expect that because it's the football team. What worries me is when I'm looking at your schedule and it's still the Steelers and it's still the Ravens and it's still those teams that you're really going to have to play for and play against. They could have beat that Arizona team on Monday, man. A quarterback who completed nine passes. He completed nine passes. And the way that our secondary was playing, that's all he had to complete. He completed nine passes, and I believe three of them were for touchdowns. And on top of that, Hopkins, North Fitzgerald had a great game. They didn't have to. I hate to think of what would have happened if either of those guys would have went off. I think Hopkins had two catches. <laughs> I would hate to have Hopkins, think Hopkins, what happened. Hopkins said, like, I didn't even need to play. Everything. Yeah, he said, I, I mean, do y'all need me? He was like, do y'all really need me? I mean, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go out there. But if y'all don't really need me, I'm just going to rest up because it looks like that we're going to possibly be able to get some things done here tonight. I mean, if you didn't know his name before, Buda Baker became a household name. These guys are becoming household names against us, man, and I'm tired of that. I'm tired of these no names becoming household names against us because we can't finish. Well, we can't finish. In all fairness to that, though, Travis, we have no namers right now on that offensive line that I don't even know who the hell they are. We do. We We do, man. I I don't know anything about them. And uh, I I think the protection is horrible. I I think our uh, – in in fairness to Zeke, I I, I wouldn't just run into the pile of shit like that. I I, I would – Start thinking these guys aren't showing me any blockage out there. I may have to. Oh, and I'd say this this. too Zeke, take the damn sleeves off. Take them off. It's not about being pretty, it's about being gritty. And 2017, when they went on a little run and him and Dak were wearing the sleeves for, you know, superstitious reasons or whatever, hey, man, take those slippery sleeves off. Every NFL ball, when it touches the field, is brand new. And you're touching, you're the second, th- third person to touch it after the center and a quarterback. The sleeves are making them slip along with your sweat, man. Take them off. You Take may have off. something. You may have something. What, you know what I mean? Whatever you have to do, because right now, you, you know, he's humble. 
he's humbled. And I do like that part of it, but I need you to fight to get back. I need you to fight to get back everything. You haven't had one 100-yard rushing game all season. Granted, we are looking at the offensive line that we have, but like I said, you haven't had one. I need to see something and say, hey, well, you know what? Zeke did all he could because when I texted you and I said Pollard was pissed, he wasn't pissed about the overall game. Remember I told you last season when he broke that touchdown against the Rams in a blowout win, he told the running back coach at that time, Gary Brown, he said, you guys are going to have to stop doubting my skill. And I know what he meant. Like I said, he's looking at teams like Kansas City. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, Kansas City and Cleveland Browns, they have one, two, three backs, and they're sharing them, and they're eating the field up. So he's like, I can get the job done as well. After Zeke fumbled and they, quote, unquote, tried to semi-bench him, Pollard was making some positive yards. No, he was. So he's like, he's like, don't take me out now. And it was a no. change of pace. And what I told my wife, I said, guess what? They didn't plan for him. They planned for Zeke. So they're not ready for the change of pace back. We did that when we had Alfred Morris. We did that when we had, uh, I can't even, his name flips me right now, but it was 25 that we had a couple of years ago in 2016. We did that uh, change of pace. They hadn't practiced for that guy. So when they saw Pollard, they wasn't ready. When they saw Zeke, they was like, okay, here we go. He's going up the middle. Everybody get to the middle. Everybody get to the middle. Man, I mean, I don't even know what to say. The one, the, the one thing I do know is that his absence is proven how important Dak is to the team. He's the heart and soul of the team. He's the leader of the team. He's the identity of the team. This team isn't Tony Romo's. This team isn't Des Bryant's. It's not Jason Garrett's. It's not Jason Witten's. The team is Dak Prescott. And until he returns or until someone else steps up, we're going to continue to look this way. And I told a friend of mine yesterday, you would think that if a team continues to play like this and they end up with the number one draft pick, so be it. I said, but the way that the Cowboys' luck has gone, they'd end up with the number one draft pick, and every player that was any good would decide to go back to college because they didn't get to play because of COVID or some shit. Let me, let, let me ask you this. The Chicago Cubs, mm-hmm. they used to lose a lot of games. Every year they lost uh, more than 50% of their games uh, went went to hell. And, uh, right. And – one good thing about it was the loyalty of their fans. They still packed it. And uh, with Harry Carey, they used to sing seventh inning, take me out to the yeah. ball game and all that. Now, when does this honeymoon with America's team, with uh, the whole premises of we're the Dallas Cowboys, when does this end? When does when does one just say, I've had enough and you you have deserted me as an owner, and you, you, you yet you still call yourself the uh, epitome of teams because of the 90s. How long are you going to show that old ring to these new people that have right. not that have not ever experienced anything like that? And for them to say, uh, convince their kids that the, this right. below 500 team is the epitome of America. This was what America's all about. And dad, they're six and 10 dad. Yeah. They're eight and eight yeah. dad. They're right. se- seven and nine, seven, and ten, wh- whatever they are. But I I'm just saying to you, there's gotta be a point to where he can't sell this anymore. He can't sell garbage out on the field anymore. 
And uh, I don't, I don't what. know. Are we, are we going to see this, or is this like two generations from now that say, you know what, I, I've, ha- I've had it, I've had it, I, I, I can't put up with this shit anymore. I tell you what, if if four walks out the door, that's when you will see it happen. Because if you think back to the who's day, that, who's that days, again? Who's that again? That's that. That's okay, that. Okay. If four, if 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 four walks out the door, I think that's when you'll see it happen. Because I think back to the Dave Campo days, and that's when I, I, at that point, I was like, man, like Jerry just does not give a shit about this team. Like these guys are really, really bad. Like they, they were really, really bad. Isaiah stand back in those guys, and and I'm like, wow, these guys suck. They look like they don't even practice. They look like the bad news bears. Everybody's laying out on the field in sunshades and thinking about their endorsements or whatnot. But I believe because, because like, if we didn't get Dak and we would have ended up with Paxton Lynch or Johnny Manziel, one of those guys, that dream would have been over already, and I think we would have been to that point. But because we do have Dak, and like I said, as long as he's on the field, people see it now. As long as he's on the field, you feel like that he believes that there's a chance that you're going to win, and that resonates through the rest of the team. So you really don't want to give up on him. But I think if four walks out the door, that's it. People are going to be done. People are going to start jumping. I see it. I see it. I see totally what you're saying. I'm done, man. I'm done. You've given us nothing to believe in. We believed in Romo. We believed in Dead. We believed in Whitten. We believed in Terrence Williams. We believed in these guys because each year, you know, they would they would consistently get better or at least be in the mix. But now it's mediocre. Last year, two years before that, Garrett, 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 Garrett ain't there. So who you blaming now? Right. See, right. the systems change, but the players haven't. So it's hey. one of those things. Do we have to change the players? Well, he he's definitely changed the coaching staff to where he yeah, said, he "Okay, now I, staff. now now I can keep these fan I could keep the fan base happy by sh- showing that I tried to improve. I did bring in a McCarthy. But right. there's a there's something here though about McCarthy. No one else wanted him. No one else wanted. Yeah, no, no one. one no one knocked on his door when he got canned by Green Bay. So Cleveland said no. The Jets said no. Okay, and, and that that's not that's not a that's not an upper echelon type of teams, right there, folks. The Cleveland right. Browns and the New York Jets. I mean, if the, if you had any uh, any type of royalty in uh, football, they would have said yes, yes, yes. Let's yes. put it this way: the Cleveland Browns decided to hire a quarterback coach in Freddie Kitchens as their head coach, first time head coach on any level. He, he's never even a head coach in Little League or high school or college. He was a quarterback coach. They decided to hire him instead of Mike McCarthy. Another thing that a lot of people forget, in 2005 when Mike McCarthy was the OC, he didn't want Aaron Rodgers. He wanted Alex Smith. So Alex Smith ended up being the number one pick, which leads to when he got to Green Bay, was it him or was it Rodgers? Because Rodgers is still performing. Yeah, yeah. And, and Green Rogers Bay... Green right. Bay, he Green Bay, teammates. Green Bay really messed up though, man. And this is a this is a sign of how good Rodgers is, and this is a, g- a good sign of uh, how he he can put a little tape around a, a gasket in the car and make the car still run. Because if a lot of if ninety percent of QBs in the in the league and their f- number one draft pick was another quarterback coming into camp, they would have right. they would have folded. 
they they would have said, you know what? The screw you. I I needed an right. offensive lineman. What are you bringing in a, a, a quarterback in this uh, on this team for? What you don't want me? Is this right. about me? And uh, it's all been positive except for last week. Last week they got right. their ass handed to them. But uh, right. point the point is they'll bounce back. That's the way Green Bay is. Now yeah. they've never given him a number one receiver, and he's still performing. Right, right. I was gonna say you have never given that. If you give him CD on, on that team, I was just about to say that. If you give him CD, oh if you my give him god, Gallup, bro! Oh my god! Aaron Rodgers with Michael Gallup going down the field. Oh. This is the guy that's thrown sixty-yard hail marys to no name. Jesus Could you imagine Christ. if he was throwing a Gallup crossing the field or CD streaking down the slot? He already showed you what he did with Randall Cobb, which was a quarterback that they turned into a wide receiver. He made him a Pro Bowler. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, did. he, he did. made he made him a pro bowler. So yeah. anyway, that's what, that's buddy. what we have. That how's your Twitter coming along? Hey the man, we get, we're getting some interaction. We're getting some uh, some some fan comments and likes on some of the things I'm posting. And like I tell them, man, you know we're not we're not coming from the corporate cowboys nope. mindset. Nope. We're just no, we're they, just two guys. On the couch. We're the guys that they don't want you to listen to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're the, we're the two guys on the couch shooting straight from the hip. That's right. it. I mean, we're calling it like we see it, man. Yeah. I'm not dressing it up in any way. Yeah. I'm, I'm being as brutally honest as I can because uh, what you're seeing is the evidence, and I can't do anything to combat that right now. Can't say a word. Well, that's all we could do, man. I mean, that's our team, and – we're in a, a t- difficult situation right now, and uh, we just got to honker down. But you know what? I, I'm not buying into some of you fans out there saying, well, you know what? I ride with my Cowboys no matter win, lose, or draw. Get out of here with that crap. I don't want to hear it. We, fans like us are the ones that are going to make a change for the Dallas Cowboys. Fans like you, right. Jerry loves you. Jerry loves yeah, you because loves- you – you're, you're still going to go to that stadium. You're still going to buy all those shirts. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have Nothing. to change any damn thing when you're around. It's guys you hear like what Jerry said, uh Day before yesterday, Jerry said, well, I haven't thought about it, but if I do sell the team, it'll probably be upwards of $10 billion. That's what he's concerned with, revenue. Jerry has a $275 million yacht. Whether another ring comes into Cowboys country or not, he's solidified. There's five trophies there. They're not all his, but there's a couple that came in under his watch, and he feels that's what makes him a great owner. Right now, this team, like I said, man, and until they get back to the basics of football, until they get back to that, this is what we're going to see week in and week out. And it's all in how we're going to be able to tolerate it and, like you said, come back from it. But, man, we wait so long in between these damn seasons. Like, I mean, I hate to see stuff like this, man. This is about to be week seven. It's about to be week seven, man, and they won two football games. Guess what? I'd be, I'd be more okay with it if these were, like, last second. Oh, they were up into it. They, they were up in the game until, like, the last minute, until the last 30 seconds. But, like, these are like, yeah, man, you, you got your ass kicked. It was 21 nothing at home. Yeah, yeah, against the Cardinals, and you know they were I mean? mocking the shit out of us oh, on our man, own field, us, man. man. They were Come they were on, trying man. to get the fans 
wild up in the end zone when we were on their when we were on their two yard line. They're like, uh, right. "Go ahead, get louder, get louder." I, yeah, I mean, man. it was a it was a mockery out of the not. I almost call them St. Louis out of the Cardinals. Yeah, out of the Cardinals, we got mocked. Yeah, because of, I, I I don't I don't know, my friends. That's what we got. Uh, listen to CowboysPodcast.com, CowboysPodcast.com. Where can they find our Twitter there, Travis? We are at, uh, at Cowboys Podcast on Twitter. Uh, send us your questions, your comments. Uh, tweet us during the game. Retweet us. Follow us at Cowboys Podcast on Twitter, my friends. All right. Yeah, I hope uh, we pull out something out of our ass. But uh, if we don't, well, you know what? Well, there's another week. We gotta, we just gotta hang in there and see what the hell we can do. But this is one of their weaker teams, so hopefully we could get a win here. I, I'm, I'm gonna go against the 17-10 here. 24-17 is what I'm looking at here. Let's get the job done, Cowboy fans. We love you. Keep, uh, keep uh, hoping that we we change things around, Travis. Me and you, we still stay in touch uh, do, during the game and all that. We'll we'll make that possible again, my friend. Take care. Absolutely. You too, brother. All right. Take care, my friends. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. 